0: Just listen like you would listen to music, with an open mind and curiosity. There's nothing else to do. Now let's relax into today's episode. So today's um, session is, is entitled Confused About Calm. Um, because of course I am the Queen of Calm, so um, you'd hope I know a little bit about it, or my my perspective on it anyway. So, so I've I've noticed this before, this this confusion about what calm actually means. But it really came to light um, when I was in a, a networking meeting um, a few days ago, and um, I introduced myself and talked about how I help people to feel calm and and experience clarity and confidence, etc. And and the gentleman who who spoke a little bit, I think he spoke straight after me, actually said, um, he said that he did the opposite to me. And and I listened carefully, as he then said, um, I do the opposite to Claire, who helps people to be calm, because I help people to be engaged, excited, and passionate, Um, which was really interesting, because, uh, like, the idea that we that being engaged, passionate, excited, those kind of things, perhaps motivated, perhaps energized, are somehow the opposite to calm, I found really, really interesting. On a personal note, that's because the calmer I have become, the more of those other feelings I actually experience. Um And and isn't it interesting, though, that people see it as the opposite? And I think sometimes when you hear the word calm, people tend to think, oh, that's somebody who's, you know, sat on the sofa, um, not able, not really moving very much, not very energised, not in a particularly, you know, not in a particularly motivated or energetic space that they are really, you know, just calm. And I think that's because when we look into the world at activities that, that seem to develop calm, I suppose, or 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 places where we feel calm, um we think it we think the calm is coming from that certain place. And those places tend to be those stiller places. So um, you know, I was chatting to somebody yesterday and, and their place was the car, their you know and also you know for a lot of people it's walking in nature or um perhaps swimming or sitting in a jacuzzi meditating yoga um there are all sorts of things where we, we where we think calm resides if you see what i mean it but That's not really how I see it now. I think I used to see it that way. And I used to seek it by doing those kinds of activities, by meditating and doing affirmations and yoga and all sorts of things. And that's nothing against those activities per se. But those that calm isn't contained in those activities. Calm is, is innate to you. It's always there, it's always available to you. You might not be able to access it all the time because you're no doubt doing quite a lot of thinking (laughs) like the rest of us. And that is the thing that precludes us from from experiencing the calm. And and what I've noticed really since, since becoming a lot calmer is that my things like my productivity... At how much I actually get done on a day-to-day basis is has multiplied tenfold. Um, the the, I don't really call it motivation, like the inspiration to just do things, produce things, create things, turn up and, and record this on, on a very regular basis. All of those things have come from calm and how i see it is that that when we've got less on our minds we have more access to to what is what is bursting to get out of us when we haven't got the thoughts like you're not supposed to do that you're going to look stupid don't do that or or we've got not got a lot of time travelling thinking where we're off in the future or, or hanging around in the past then the um the ability to connect to to all that fabulous stuff that's inside us, um, it is more is more available. and And the other thing to know about calm is I think calm just comes from a place of knowing. Like these days, I can be upset and crying, I can be angry, I can feel anxious, and calm at the same time and that comes from a place of knowing what what the other feeling is like if calm's our natural state and then we think and we experience other emotions perhaps some that we don't like some that we do like it that's thought that's creating that so these days when i experience a not preferable Emotion. I kind of just feel okay with it. And as a result, I feel calm, I guess like a toddler does, um, with, with my fluctuating emotions. I don't really care very much if I go up and down. And so when we see calm as being innate to us, that it's it's what we're made of, it's who we really are, It makes sense to the that the best of us would come out of that space because, because partly because in calm there is space for all that stuff to come out. There's 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 quiet where you can connect to your resilience and your confidence and your clarity. And then from that space comes creativity and engagement and passion and excitement about life in general. A lot of the time, we we don't connect to our innate calm because we've just got noisy heads. I think children are just the best role models for us in all of this. Like, we think we're supposed to be role models for the adults, but boy, do we need to look at them a lot more. Because when you see a little child, you know, falling down and getting up and falling down and getting up, learning to walk, when you... And my favourite one is when you spend time, even half of, half an hour can be enough with a toddler. Um, it probably would be enough for me these days to be, you can spend half an hour with a toddler and that toddler will go through an entire um, rainbow of emotions and they're not really bothered about it. They're not sat analysing themselves and thinking it's wrong and judging that they shouldn't have behaved like that and feeling guilty about it and and going in the past and thinking, oh, what could I have done better or any of that they're not going oh i really shouldn't be feeling that way there and that way there they just don't care and so they keep defaulting back to the calm again and again because they experience some feelings in the moment they don't know that's coming from thought because by then we're already teaching them it's not um but they don't judge themselves as being wrong in some way so in that way those little children are able to flow through. So if you were to become more calm as a result of of whatever you choose to do, love it if it was talking with me, Don't think that that's going to stop your life from being absolutely full to overflowing with engagement and excitement and passion and joy and enthusiasm and, you know, inspiration and motivation and all those things that we're trying to find outside of us. Calm can be with those things. They are not mutually exclusive. They actually, calm actually, to me, allows us to access all that beautiful stuff that's inside us 100% of the time. So don't discount calm. It's amazing. Thank you so much for listening. There's nothing to do now but bring some awareness to how this is working out in your life. Listen regularly to experience longer and longer periods of calm. This has been the Calmcast with Claire Downer, Queen of Calm. Take care and keep listening.